0: Okay, my gente? Welcome to Let's Hablar Solita podcast. I am your host, Maya Ladies. Mucho gusto en conocerlos y poder hablar con ustedes. This is a Spanglish podcast. I'm going to do my best to be able to translate things that I think are difficult to understand in English, just like I will try to translate things that I find difficult to say in English or to under, at least understand in Espanol, okay? So we're going to try to do it here. espanol para todos. Y la razón de este podcast es hablar por el simple hecho de hablar. This is just to have conversation, be able to have an um, understanding about some topics that sometimes may be a little bit touchy, to, but I want everyone to feel like they're having fun. Right. So, in the beginning of this, I am going to say that I don't have any sponsorships. I don't have any affiliations with any companies. I'm not being paid to do these videos or to shout out any businesses. I'm going to shout out and manifest that energy because I truly love some products, and I don't want anyone to think like, "Oh, she's doing that so she can get paid." I have a nine-to-five job that pays me pretty well, so that's not the purpose of this. I start. I studied performing arts in school and due to a autoimmune slash inflammatory disease that i have my confidence level of my physical appearance really took a hard hit um i have hydrogenitis superativa which is a autoimmune inflammatory disease that causes cysts inside of my hair follicles so had it not been for that i probably would have started doing acting auditions singing things like that but because i'm feeling very like self-conscious about my scars from surgeries, it's just not in the cards for me at this time. But I do wanna have conversations with people and I think it's okay to have conversations with people. I welcome learning new things, just like I hope somebody can learn from my experiences or tell me, hey girl, that's not oh, that's not right. This is where you can find the information. I have no problem in learning. I have no problem in, in hearing someone else's opinion. And just like I hope other people will see where I'm coming from. This episode is going to be called Ni de, aquí, ni de allá. So it means I'm not from here, but I'm not from there either. And it's going to be from a Mexican point of view. I am Boricua y Mexicana, Mexican. And I think that we could all take something away from this. And I'm going to explain how we all many different communities of color can actually understand and have that mutual sentiment when it comes to ni Nideya. Pero antes de comenzar, vamos a manifestar esa energía. We're going to manifest that energy. And if you ever see me like stumble on something in Spanish or in English, that's because aunque hablo español, lo hablo mucho, pero si no lo intentes, no vas a seguir consiguiendo nada. No vas a seguir con con el, el objetivo de poder conseguir y mejorar si no lo hagas el intento. So if I don't try... Then I'm not going to get anywhere. I'm not going to be able to continue to, to achieve this uh this learning curve process. So just bear with me. See si, si no digo algo bien, cor- corríjame, ya. A mí no me molesta. So let's go ahead and manifest some of that energy to hopefully get these guys to sponsor. We love your products. If you when I say we, I mean let's hablar solita podcast and let's hablar podcast. I am the creator of both. So classy network. They are a brand that has basically padding inside of the shirts already so that way you don't have to purchase a bra and you can just wear the shirt by itself. I truly, truly appreciate that as someone with hydrogenized superativa, it saves me from having to deal with flare-ups and cysts in my armpits when that bra rubs against it. So it's very, very helpful. They also have some other clothing there that is like, sh- like skirts and pants and stuff like that, that are also very comforting as well. Elf Cosmetics, thank you for always making things affordable. I know you guys are a little bit more pricier than you used to be, but still very affordable. Rare Beauty by Selena Gomez. We love you. The pigment on your products. Is amazing for being a high end brand, you are still affordable as well. Fenty Beauty, I don't think honestly that there's a thing that Riri can do that would ever flop because Fenty Beauty is like that. I love the Fenty skin. It's very, very good on my skin. It has never caused me to have any kind of flare up with my autoimmune inflammatory disease. It, it's honestly something that I love and that it has treated my skin well. And Fenty Beauty, I mean, they have a range of foundations that can fit pretty much anybody. And that's something that we need here. We need representation and we need inclusivity. Um, Araceli Beauty, they're eyeliners, you guys are like butter. They're so good. Tres Luce Beauty by Becky G. We love Tres Luce. The colors are so vibrant. They speak Mexico to me. Um, Puedo estar equivocada, pero a mí me gusta, okay? A mí me gusta, me encanta. NYX, we love NYX. I'm currently wearing their brow products because I ran out of my Selena brow products, Um, Selena Rare Beauty brow products, and I mean, it's affordable. Why not? milani we love milani their baked bronzers are my favorite native co is a brand that has all natural products they don't have any parabens any sulfates any phosphates no aluminum they're great when you have hydrogenitis superativa which is that autoimmune inflammatory disease where you get the cysts in your hair follicles native Co is, is where you want to be at because they have unscented deodorant that's aluminum free. And it's honestly my favorite thing to put underneath and it keeps you smelling fresh. I absolutely swear by it. I have two scents that I go for when I don't have a flare up and whenever I feel like I might get a flare up, I go unscented, but coconut vanilla. And I think it's black auburn. Those are my favorite scents ever. Um, we have Savage X Fenty. Their lingerie is so beautiful. It will have you feeling like you are a queen. And I I I'm here for it. Yeti. Lizzo, we gotta have a conversation. Mira Lizzo i every time you are restocked i go and i feel like i where where's the restock okay it's just that good you go on there you try to get something when it comes to the bras the shapewear and they're instantly sold out that's how good it is thank you for making yeti it is so so comfortable it's like having butter on your skin it's way better than it's better than skims i will say that and i've never had skims but Yeti, you're doing it. I love it. Also, Adore Me, I love a a good bata, okay? A mumu, a nightgown, I love a good bata. And Adore Me has amazing batas. (laughs) I love their batas. I swear by their batas. I have like three and si quieres dormir en una manera refrescante, Adore Me has amazing batas. Suavitel, if you know, you know, Suavitel will have your clothes smelling so good and feeling so soft along with Fabuloso. Fabuloso, the purple kind of be exact. We all know that Fabuloso will have your house smelling like it is so fresh and so clean, clean and, and, and you will know it's fresh and so clean. Okay, so just make sure that you go and you get yourself the purple kind the purple kind is the way to go Bombshell curves. I love bombshell curves when it comes to shapewear as well They I believe they're Colombian and they're really 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 nice if you get their sales. They are amazing. I have like three pairs of the shaping shorts. I have two bodysuits uh, no, three body suits. One of them is for dresses and two of them can be for pants. I love them. I, I did lose some weight. So if you haven't been on my TikTok or my Instagram, which is my ladies 7 that's at M-A-Y-E-L-E-Y-D-I-S-7. If you go to those, handles, you will see that I have talked about Hydrogenitis superativa, and how it made me gain a lot of weight after surgery and I'm working on to getting back to my best self. And in doing that, I've lost a lot of weight. So bombshell curves, I probably will be restocking with you. Amazon Fashion, we love when you have dupes of high-end products for like a quarter of the price. We love that. Fashion Nova, Shein, we love you. Eyeless Label, ILS label. I'm speaking to you. I know y'all be seeing me because y'all be liking my videos on Instagram and on TikTok. If you ever want to sponsor me, I'm open to it. I'll I'll take it. I'm here for it you know, I like your stuff. You know, I wear your stuff to the gym. I may have a small following, but hopefully with the podcast and everything, it'll get bigger. If they see me on YouTube or if they see, you know, my videos, or if they even hear me on, on all the other platforms, they'll see that I love, I label. I really, really do. So if you want to send me some stuff, I'm a size large to medium. Okay. Just so you know, and I know that we're having this relationship, you know, that's kind of like it's there, but it's kind of not because y'all have been liking my stuff forever. And then it just up until just recently, you gave me like the clapping hands. Yeah. Um, I think at, at by this, by this point, y'all should ask me out, you know, just saying, you know, it's, it's if you want to, I'm open to the idea, um, Uh, Donkú as a boricua, I love me some Donkú. Donkú is rum for those who don't know. It is perfect for coquito, for piña coladas, mojitos, rum and coke, no coke, Sprite. Um, You know, you can always always use a little bit of rum in your life it's better than pacardi de verdad donku is where it's at you guys get yourself some donku they have it in bevmo in california don't be selling it out okay because i need it for coquito my friends have already been on my case about it i'm probably gonna have to make some for this week um carla enco a latina brand as well they are amazing when it comes to their shirts i think their shirts are so funny I also want to say, hija de tu madre. Shout out to you, House Labs. Lady Gaga be doing some things that honestly I'm like, girl, we need to have a conversation because how can your lip products be this great? Angelix Beauty, Candy Lover, si me estás escuchando. I love you. I love you as a as an influencer, as a businesswoman, as a Latina who be sprouting positivity. Candy Lover 89. If you guys have not seen her videos, she is amazing. I love her stuff. She has a shop called Angelix Beauty. She sells wigs, accessories, things along those lines. Go and check it out. I have a couple of wigs. I was going to wear one today, but I want everyone to get to see me in my kind of like this is, I normally don't have lashes on. That's the only thing different about this look is I have lashes on. But normally my hair is like this and I have makeup on. This is just who I am. And Angel Beauty, their wigs are amazing. I, I like the headband wigs. They're a lot easier for me or the ones with, with bangs because I don't have to cut the lace front, but that's just me. Um, those are some brands that I really, really enjoy and that I truly love. Candy Lover, if you are listening, I just want to say a quick thank you Because thanks to you, after I had surgery from Hydrogenitis superativa, I really, really, I really, really felt like I, like my problem wasn't that big. Like my insecurities with my scars and with my, um, with my body was not that big and so I started to kind of put makeup on again and kind of like take care of myself again. So thank you. I really want to thank you for that. And if you ever have a free moment, because I know that you're a hustler in your own right, you, you own a business and you own a brand. Um, we would love to interview you on Let's Up Podcast. I'm shouting you out here because I would love to interview you as well. We can come your way if that's what you would prefer. And we can meet you somewhere of your choosing. If it's a small bed and breakfast, I can see if we can set that up and we'll meet you wherever you would like or where you prefer, where you feel safe. You can bring mommy, you can bring Darren, you can bring anybody you want. Bring Tiffany, bring Tiffany, we don't mind. Me and my friend Kyra, who's my one of my co-hosts on let's hablar podcast would love to be like the friend duo interviewing you and tiffany because i'm sure that we have some crazy stories that we can all share um again reach out to me at my ladies siete that's m-a-y-e-l-e-y-d-i-s reach out to me and i will i i promise you we will make it to where you're comfortable okay and the last brand I do want to shout out is called My Latina Soul. And the reason why is I'm actually wearing their shirt today. My Latina Soul. Tu lucha es mi lucha. I will share a picture of it on Instagram and on TikTok. I, the reason why I bought the shirt from that creator is because she is a DACA recipient and i support small businesses especially latinx businesses and as someone who has family who are immigrants who have come here to have a better life and i know plenty of daca recipients i felt like it was the right thing to do is support a small business and especially with what we're going to tackle today with neither Daya, da i wanted to make sure that everyone could have the opportunity to be successful Because Nidaki Nidaya goes across the board. There's also another brand that I want to mention now that I have your guys' attention. Um, I love their necklaces. I'm not wearing it right now because it's being cleaned. But it's called Nadraya & Co.? I think that it's how it's pronounced. If I mispronounced it, I am so sorry, but I love their stuff. It's custom made. I love getting their, um, their necklaces, their anklets, their jewelry. I currently have, sorry, I was trying to get the bracelet so I can show you. This is the bracelet that goes around or sorry, anklet that goes around your ankle. A little blurry. I'll get a better camera later, but it says Soul because my mom's name is Soul in Espanol, so I got it in honor of my mom. Um, but Latina Soul, I I saw her video on TikTok about her brand. I love her shirts. I wish I could buy more in a haul, but it's it's a lot when you're your only source of income. I rent a small room for me and my fur baby. So it's really, it's, times are, are rough, you know? So just was saying that, let's get into it. Nida aquí, nida what is nida aquí, nida <laughs> for those who don't understand, it's hard for us as people to feel like you are being included when you don't have the representation. And sometimes the representation is hard to find. So if you guys know who I'm talking about, his name is John Seda. He played Chris Perez in Selena, the movie. He is a white passing Latino like myself. And he said that he has auditioned for many roles where they said he was too Latin or he wasn't Latin enough or he wasn't white enough or he wasn't this enough. And he was never enough for what he was trying to do. And that sense of not being enough. I feel like I, I lived it without knowing I was living it for so long. And now with what's going on in Florida, with the immigration legislation that they're coming up with, that in reality is just a it's an open door to racially profile people. Um, it it it's becoming too much to handle. I'm getting upset and I'm getting frustrated. I'm starting to feel that anger, you know, fizzle inside of me because of the injustices that are being done to people of color. Now it it's been that way for a long time. I feel like the the blood boiling it was always kind of on a simmer because you you want to think rationally, you want to think logically and you want to make sure that what you say has some co- some some type of course that that will lead up to being productive. You don't want to do something that's so irrational that will Cause nothing to happen, right? Where everything just kind of sits still and nothing good comes of it. Um in saying that these laws are being put in place unfairly, unjustly. And it's it's just it's racism. Let's call it for what it is. It is. It's racism against people of color. Because when we think immigrants, I think a lot of people only think of Latinos and Hispanos, but that's not the case. You have Haitians who look black also being affected by this you have people who are filipino southeast asian who are european there's a kind of there's all kinds of people being affected by immigration laws and the system it's not just us but when it hits your community you can't help but feel a little bit more upset right it, it like it, it it hurts and it's anger it's aggravating you feel like Como si te estuvieran reventando, pero no tienes una manera de explicarlo. Pero cuando sucede a tu propia comunidad, es como que si te inicia un fuego que, que tienes que actuar ya y, y quieres actuar ya porque no sabes qué tan peor se puede poner. Pero debe de ser así todo el tiempo. You're not quite sure if you don't act fast enough that how things are going to get. How bad are things going to get? And it shouldn't be that it just when it affects your community. No, it should be across the board when it's affecting all the communities of color, not just one. And for me, I've been seeing a lot of conflicting actions and reactions. There's the whole... um There's that proposition of the bill that's called Acta de Dignidad, the Dignity Act. Let me tell you how I really feel about the Dignity Act. I feel like right now it is not what we need because you're basically saying that you are not, it doesn't apply. It doesn't go into effect until the border is secure. So basically these people can apply to be part of the Dignity Act and never get the benefits of the dignity act, but now they're on your radar. So now their identities will be exposed. They are not secure. And what happens if they lose their job? They're supposed to pay $700 a a year to, to add up to the equivalent of $5,000 in the seven year span for dignity act. And that's the amount that they have to pay per person not per family, per person. So if you're a family of four, that's $700 per person, including the children who may not be able to work like kids who are like five or six years old. So it's, it's a lot of money for people who are making less than the average Joe. And it's it's a lot of things that they have to go through. a lot of hoops they have to register with this in this agency they have to go to this detention this campus which is really like a detention center and and be there go through these physical so we're making them go through all this stuff just to be living in the united states of america con dignidad in primer lugar no deben de sentirse avergonzados Okay, that's my that's one of my issues with that act, is that they're saying, Oh, si quieres vivir aquí in este país con dignidad, well, why should they be embarrassed to live in this in this country? That doesn't make sense to me. You're saying that they si, si no see si no se, si no se they are living without dignity. If they're not in that program, if they don't sign up for it or register for it, they're living without dignity. That's not true okay because i can guarantee you there are more people who are immigrants who are doing everything right in this country except for having papers than there are people who were born here who have birth certificates from the united states of america who act like idiots and imbeciles okay so let's just get that part straight because i feel like that that really irritated me when i heard la senora Hablar sobre su acta de dignidad. Que esto no es amnistía Okay, this is an amnesty where they're getting... First of all, when she said amnesty, people get benefits, government benefits. Where? That is not true. That is false. Okay, they pay taxes. They have to do everything out of pocket. They don't live here for free. Nobody lives anywhere for free. Okay, let's get that part straight. So... Me seeing all of these things happen really made me reflect on my ni da ya yeah, because I oftentimes don't feel like I'm enough. I don't. And it's not because I don't because like, I want people to pity me. No, that's not it. It's because I, I don't want people to pity me. I want people to understand that how I feel is how many others feel. Because in México no soy suficiente Mexicana. I'm not going to speak on Puerto Rico because Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory. And when I went to Puerto Rico, I was treated with respect. I was treated nicely. In México no soy suficiente Mexicana. No lo soy. I'm not Mexican enough in Mexico for the people there. I'm not. They make it very clear that you're not. I have been going to Mexico on and off for years since I was two years old. I'm 31. I experienced racism here in the states when I was a little girl by other Latinos. We went to Cinco de Mayo festivals that my mom helped organize, and people would talk about me being a little guerita, una gringa, una gabachita, creyéndoselo todo. Que ella se cree la, la, la muy alta clase. Que ella es una sofisticada. Que ella es una fresa. Una fechita. Todo eso. Una niña de once, de nueve años. También de siete años. Pensando que yo no puedo hablar su idioma. Y que no entiendo. Having people talk about me as I'm too good. I'm too this. I'm too that. I'm too white. In Spanish, thinking I don't understand the language. And I'm hearing everything. And I'm being able to understand everything. And I remember one time my aunt heard because my nephew said, Tia, why is that lady talking about you like that? And I didn't want to say anything, but my Tia heard my nephew, her great nephew. And she said something to La Señora. No sientes vergüenza hablar de la gente y usted ni siquiera sabe si ella habla español o no. Tú no puedes mirar a una persona y pensar que no son mexicanos o no son latinos. Like my aunt brought it up to her face and the lady just looked at her. I will even bring this up on Let's Hablod podcast with my girl Kyra because we we were at a taco truck and these people who are working housekeeping... I don't know if they were Salvadorian, Mexican or whatever. It doesn't matter. They were Latinx talking about me in such a disrespectful way. She's like, yo, I think those girls are talking about you. Like they're really like looking at you and they're mean mugging you. I'm like, they are talking about me. They see a girl with blonde hair and heels with good makeup and good shoes on. And they're talking bad about me as if I think I'm all that in a bag of chips. I really don't. I just wanted to go to work looking nice. That's just the, the, the only thing I wanted to do was look nice. You know what I mean? I didn't want to look any different than anyone else. I wanted to look nice. For for who? For myself. And it sucked to have to go through that as a child all the way up until adulthood. And then I didn't experience racism from white Americans, white US Americans until I was in high school. That was the first time I ever experienced racism in high school from a student. I wasn't U.S. American enough for him. He saw that my mom was an Afro-Latina and my dad dropped me off with a Puerto Rican flag on our rearview mirror. And he said, oh, so you're Mexican and you're Puerto Rican? And I said, yeah. well i didn't know that i'm like well no one ever asked like (laughs) i didn't know why it was that big of a deal to me it was just what my parents were and every day for a week it was a new racial slur or a new racial comment and i knew the first time he called me a speck that if i reacted it was going to be a problem not for him but for me because as soon as I did react after a week of enduring this idiot, speak with such ignorance towards me and towards the communities that I am a part of, I reacted and I was sent to the vice principal's office for review of suspension. That was what I was, was going to face was suspension for reacting to someone saying negative things to me. And I defended myself. Luckily for me, my vice principal at the time was my seventh period study hall teacher. And he he knew me. He was also a white passing Latino. And he said, you know what? Just go to wipe your face. Because I was crying. I was in tears. I was so mad. And go to my classroom. And I went to his classroom. And I sat there. And I did my homework with my head down because I didn't feel like I was enough to be in that school only to what to deal with another student calling me names because I was Mexican and saying that Mexicans have all children like rats that they have a bunch of them at a time and that conversation only came up when she asked me how many siblings did I have and I said well I'm my mom's only daughter When I said I'm my mom's only daughter, she said, oh, I thought you would have had way more siblings because all you Mexicans have babies like rats. And when I reacted from that, again to the vice principal's office, and he's like, man, like, just come here. Anytime anybody says anything, you just come here, don't react, just come here and I'll handle it. But go to my classroom, go, you know, calm yourself down, go to my classroom. No, I called my mom and my mom came and got me because I didn't want to be there anymore. I felt so angry, so humiliated so dehumanized that I had to go home because I couldn't be there. So I went home. I never experienced that in my life. I came from the Bay Area. And when I moved to the Valley here in California, so when I moved to the Valley of California, everything was different. I, I didn't have as much of a diverse community as I did in the Bay Area, but I, I still had a diverse family, if that makes sense to anyone, because my mom's friends were a mixture of like indigenous Southeast Asian, um, black, white, a bunch of stuff. My mom and my dad basically had their whole front family was like a rainbow of people. They also had people who were part of the LGBTQ plus community inside of their, their friend group and I never knew the difference, right? That was just my, my aunties and my uncles, our family members who we loved oh so much. I never saw a difference in who they were versus who I am. I never saw that. What I did see though was when I got here, specifically in high school, I saw the difference being made towards me and I'm white passing Latina. I understand that. I have privileges that others don't have and it's not because I prefer it that way. It's just based off of how I look, but I also have disadvantages and I want that to be clear because as much as I may have somebody talk poop about me in Spanish thinking I'm not understanding or someone look at me and just think that they, you know, that they know who I am as a person and speak poorly on me. I've had that my whole life. I was so in shock that that even happened to me. And for someone who was white, because I had my mom's best friend, my auntie, Nick, she's white and my auntie kim she's white i have so many of my mom's friends who are white my best friend kyra who's gonna be on um that's our lad podcast as a co-host she's white (laughs) and i just did my best friend sharia since second grade she's white and it didn't matter i have my friend christina who is a colombian cubana i have my friend jamal who is black i have my friend carla who is a you know afro latina she's dominican um I have so many other cultures that I got to actually have, and I have a cousin Dante who's black and Mexican. He's Black There's just so many other people who I knew who were of diverse cultures, or who were actually around diverse cultures that it, I never thought that that would be my experience. I didn't feel one. I didn't feel like I was enough when I would go on vacation with my grandma's family, but now I'm not even enough here. That didn't make sense to me. That was something that was so beyond my understanding. And I remember feeling like there was nothing I could do to change their opinion. I I listened to a, it was like a live that Fat Joe and Spike Lee did together. And they brought up when the Young Lords and the Black Panthers fought alongside each other um, for, you know, for equality, for civil rights. They, they fought alongside with one purpose was to, to eliminate the colonized, like, you know, colonizer ideals that this country had for all communities that had suffered at the hands of colonization. And they did make a lot of headway. They did do a lot of change. But society saw how powerful our groups could be together. And slowly they have been pulling us further and further and further apart. Why? Because they fear. They fear the Latino vote. They fear the Black vote. The Asian American vote. They fear our votes. Nuestros votos cuentan. Pero tienen tanto miedo que te van a hacer dudar que tu voto cuenta. Tu voto cuenta. Pero quieren que que tengas miedo. No vayas a votar porque no va a servir de nada. No. No es cierto. Ellos quieren que tú piensas así. They want you to think that your vote doesn't count. So they will instill that fear in you to make sure that you no, your vote doesn't count. I'm sure if the legislation that happened in Florida was actually brought to a vote by the members of the community, it wouldn't have passed. Well, you know what? I can't even say I'm sure about it because there's probably people who wouldn't have read the full thing and would have voted for it, unfortunately. But had they actually been explained and said, here's what's going to happen if you vote for this, I'm sure a lot of them wouldn't have voted for it i'm sure that i'm sure of a lot of them wouldn't have would it have passed i don't know but i do think that they weren't given the opportunity why because they knew that it would be something that could possibly halt their purpose of now being able to openly profile protest and persecute those who are coming here for a better life where where do they fit See, no son Si no están a salvos en su en su país y vengan aquí para poder mejorar y progresar, pero la gente los trata como si fueran algún animalío o algo así y son humanos. People here treat immigrants like they're like a bug or something that just needs to be exterminated, but that's not that's not the case. That's not the case. They're here for a good purpose. They're here to do good. They're here they're here to help and they're here to do what they can. Now, how do they do that? How do they go about that? It starts with their community. Those who can speak for them. Those who can speak for them and should speak for them should say something. I wish... Mark Anthony, J Lo, Bad Bunny, Daddy Yankee, Usili Yandel, Pitbull, Becky G. All of these artists that are within Latin America who actually live here on U.S. ground would speak up against the regulations and the legislation that is being passed in florida and i'm calling on all people of color to boycott florida do not plan your vacations there do not purchase from them do not give them the satisfaction of thinking they won of thinking that they can treat people humans the way that they treat them just because of papers or legal status. Because hasta la acta de dignidad que ellos están tratando de de promover, es una falta de respeto. It's a disrespectful piece of legislation. Because if you read that acta de dignidad, the Dignity Act, what they're saying essentially is that it doesn't go in effect until the border is secure. But that could mean a multitude of different things for different people. And not only could it mean a multitude of different things, but does that mean that if the person registers for that program, La Acta de Dignidad, and it doesn't go through, they automatically become in the system and they're a target. So they can basically get deported until it goes into effect. Because they're in the system. Now you know where they are. They have given you their money, which is $700 per person. So you basically put a target on their back. And the fact that the person who is saying, you know, I created this legislation to help immigrants. No, you did not because you said that you know they need to live here with dignity they will file for that program what makes you think that they ha- that they should feel ashamed why should they feel ashamed if they're not even in the program nothing is more shameful than treating somebody like they're less than human and it doesn't matter if you got papers or not if you treat somebody like they're an animal or that they're less than a human being or less than an animal that is shameful but somebody who is working hard and paying taxes and not getting any of the benefits of being a taxpayer that does not mean that they need to be ashamed and amnesty amnesty does not mean that they get free government programs. They don't get anything for free. When they have amnesty, they don't have welfare. They don't have anything that has to do with free government programs. That's not something that's provided to them. So all of that was false information. Now, if she would have said, if they want to live here in peace, Feeling secure that nothing bad is going to happen to them. They will register for this program. Instead of making them look like they are some kind of. I don't even know how to explain it. They're not trash. Because they don't have documents. They are hard working people. Who want a chance at life. And who are being told that they are not enough. They're not. Safe in their country. They come here and they're not enough even though they work their butts off. They work their asses off to get what they have. To be able to provide for their families. And you are telling them they are not enough. So like me, ellos se sienten ni de aquí ni de allá. Because where do they fit? Where do they fit? If it's too dangerous for them to live where they live, or they're not able to provide for their families where they are from, and they come here and they're able to provide for their families and they work hard and it's still not good enough for you, when are they going to be enough? And that goes for anybody. That goes for people who are like Darren Waller. If you don't know who that is, he's an NFL player. He used to be a tight end for the Raiders, and now he's a tight end for the New York Giants. Um, he talks about his struggle with addiction and substance abuse, how he used to worry about being enough, if he was black enough or not, because almost like his blackness was always questioned and it was a trigger for him feeling like he needed that validation. He needed validation. So that was a trigger for his addiction. And since, since I think what he's been like five, almost like almost six or seven years sober, I think, um, Sober and he's still working on his recovery Like he didn't feel like he's enough and he's a black man born in America Born in the US. He was born here and he still didn't feel like he was enough People talk horribly about Zendaya about her not being black enough Michael B Jordan another one who isn't enough Because if he dates a white woman, he's not enough of a black man, or he must not like black women. Which, in all honesty, is just a bunch of ignorance that people like to spew because they want something they think needs to be said, heard, even though nobody's asked them their opinion. (laughs) Ni daqui ni da ya doesn't necessarily have to be a place. It can be a, a feeling an emotion. It could be a physical attribute. It can be a state of mind. Um, it could be, it could be location. But in reality, it's, it's whatever. It's whatever it, wherever it fits in your life and your situation. That's what it is. No, it isn't it. Yeah. If you don't feel like you're enough. That's the whole point of ni de aquí, ni that yeah cuz you feel like you're not enough you're not enough here you're not enough there and that can be physical emotional mental spiritual it doesn't matter it's not just for latinos and it's not just for black people it's not just for asian it's not just for white it's for everyone across the board everyone has felt like they are not enough at one point or another so that's why i'm doing this i'm doing this because i'm going to beg you, whoever's listening or watching this today, know that you're enough, that you are enough. And if you want your children to feel like they are enough, like their voices matter, like who they are matters, then you need to do everything in your power to assure that your voice is heard. Whether that's voting in the big elections, small elections, your local community, whether, whether that's proposing your own legislations, your own nonprofits to fight against injustices that are done against humans, or even doing using a platform to speak on issues that matter to you, fighting to get books back on the shelves that show diversity, Then you need to do it. Do it for you and do it for your children. Because if we don't start now with fighting to be that key y también ser de allá, we're not going to have a place to fit. It's the reality of the situation, and it it's hard to swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow. And I know it's scary to do it on your own or to think that you're going to do it on your own, but trust me when I say, no está sola. No están solos. Yo estoy aquí con ustedes. Tu lucha es mi lucha. Your fight is my fight. Whether that be because you're a part of the black community and you're fighting against police brutality and oppression and or you're a native american part of the native community the indigenous community and you're fighting for recognition of the children that go missing every single day on indigenous reservations or whether you're a latino a part of the latinx community and your street vendors are being hurt constantly for no reason whatsoever or whether you're an Asian American and your community is being attacked for no reason whatsoever or if you're part of the LGBTQ plus community and your community is being attacked for no reason whatsoever or you're a female and they're trying to tell you what you can and cannot do with your body your fight is my fight period. Punto. Tu lucha es mi lucha. Nosotros somos unidos. And for my Latin community out there, the Latinx community, if you can hear me, if you can see me. Llegó el momento para que ustedes griten. Llegó el momento donde ustedes hablan. Y y hablan de la verdad. De lo que está sucediendo en sus comunidades. Dile a tus hijos si tú no puedes que ellos tienen que luchar para una mejor vida para los crías de ellos. Y no te avergüences. Tú no tienes por qué avergonzarte de algo que no tiene nada que ver contigo. Este odio que la gente tenga para nuestra comunidad. Es porque tienen miedo. Tienen miedo de tu poder. Tienen miedo de qué tan fuerte tú puedes ser. Yo no tengo miedo de tu fuerza. Estoy pidiendo que usas esa fuerza para cambiar el mundo. Hazlo por tus hijos, para tus nietos, mis nietos los que siguen latinx community if you can hear me now's the time to fight fight for your mom fight for your abuela fight for your kids fight for yourself fight for your neighbors for your communities for who you are now is the time to say it loud and proud i ain't going nowhere i ain't going nowhere i am worth it i am strong i am enough and enough is enough we are going to fight together we as latinos latinx are going to fight together we're going to speak up we're going to start having more representation we're going to start having more representation because we're going to start creating that and we are going to unite i want the black and brown and Asian and all communities of color. If you can hear me and if you can see me, join forces in your communities to create change. Do it for your grandkids, for your kids, for your sisters, for your brothers, for your mom, for your grandma, for everybody. Do it for everybody because you need to. It's important that you do. Join forces. Because I don't want anyone to feel like they're not enough in their home. It's a horrible feeling. It's one that takes so long to feel like you've come out on the other side. Tu puedas. Tu Yo sé que puedas. And when you make it to the other side and you throw a party celebrating your... Your tus metas, tus logros. Invítame la fiesta. And when you reach your dreams and when you reach your goals, invite me to the party. I will be happy to give you a hug and say I knew you could do it. Así es mi gente. I know that this has been a long one, but I hope you guys have a great day. Happy June 1st. Hopefully this comes up on June 1st, depends on when it gets published. But happy month of June. Happy Juneteenth. I know this is probably going to be up way before Juneteenth, but happy Juneteenth. If you don't know what Juneteenth is, you need to go look it up. Okay, go get you a book, go read on it, go do some research. It's important. Por favor. And I know there's a lot of other things that I want to say. I will say them in the next episode episodes will typically be up every 7th 17th and 27th for let's hablar solita podcast please engage in conversation on TikTok Mayeladies7. ladies so that's arroba m a y yolanda e de eva yolanda s de samuel m a y e l e y d i s seven Okay, so go ahead and join me on Instagram and on TikTok. Follow us on YouTube, like share and subscribe. Make sure that you guys stay tuned. You guys can engage in conversation. You guys can even, you know, suggest topics that you want to hear. We are welcome to the conversation. I will We'll pass it along to my co-host on Let's Hablar podcast, which we'll be trying to at least make two or three episodes per month because we have a mom on our, on our roster. Um, we can't say exactly which dates, but please follow at MayaLadies7, at MayaLadies7, so that way you guys can be in the, the mix. Also our website, you can subscribe to our website and we'll let you go ahead and know when the next episode is coming out. Okay. So have a great one. This podcast is made possible due to rss.com and by Canva as well. Adios.